Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. Distinguished adventurers, welcome to Dungeon Drunks. I'm your DM, Lauren, also known as Obocrazy, and I am here to give you a brief recap of last week's episode, which was the first part of a two-part recording. So no drinks this week from the crew, but here's your recap. Our heroes spend some of the day wandering the Smelly Tent tribe. As Bernie puts it, buying goodwill. They stop at a tent selling some jerky, get some interesting things to snack on, as well as some information about some other places that they could go, and head on over to what one would consider a general store, perusing some of the wares and finding a very distinctive red arrow that Travancore hopes to use in the future. Now the Heralds of Greenest are headed to the outskirts of the Smelly Tent tribe, looking for a merchant who is said to have the strangest of wares. You guys are heading over to Hewers? Yes! Yes! <laughs> All right, you wind your way back out uh, as though you were leaving the way you came and eventually find the uh, the tent of Hewer. The, the purported goblin that has all of the, the slightly crazier stuff. The fun stuff. The weird stuff. Apparently. Gotta get that weird stuff. And if you go by your nose, then you find him very quickly. It's another uh, self-contained tent that there's a, a pungent odor of patchouli mixed with dead horse. It's a little <coughs> weird. Is this like a roll in it smell or is this like a my dog wants to die now smell? Uh, somewhere on that spectrum between okay. the two. Bernie's going yeah. to give give Coco Snoot instructions to wait outside, and she's going to say, do not let anyone eat you. <laughs> As you get close enough, you see that there's there's an entranceway, um, almost like this tent has been pulled forward so that there's a room, a, a tiny little room before there's the flap. And when you get to that flap, it, there's a distinct difference between the coloration and the type of material. And most of you can actually see that it looks like it's two tents on top of each other. That, that this large structure has been made out of two tents. And when you push open the flap and kind of get hit with more of the patchouli than the, the, the dead horse, you see on the inside what look like... They look like drying racks that you would expect to see pieces of cloth hanging from, but instead of just pieces of cloth, there's also just stuff inside, almost making uh, shelves for all of these random things. And there's a older goblin standing in the middle of this tent, is completely empty except for the stuff and him, and he's just grinning at you as you come on in. And he goes, <laughs> I knew you'd be by. Hello. Hi. Hi. It us. Salutations. Hi. Hi. Buy something. Uh, what do you got? Well, yeah. You look. got. Show us what you got. No, you look. Okay. All right, I'll Bernie's look. What does he have? Perception checking. Let's save the perception for just a moment because oh, it's no. not like he's. 
All right, what'd you roll? <laughs> well, I accidentally double clicked. One was a twenty-three, but the other was a natural twenty. I'll drink for that, whether it's canon or not, whether it counts. <laughs> All right, here's what I'll say. I see everything. Bernie, roll a d one hundred. Run out of the tent. Oh, no nice. Not anything. Wait, what? Bernie, roll a d one hundred. You're getting an item. You're getting an item. Well, you're seeing something. I don't know if you're getting we're it. We're getting an I- We're getting you're- an option. We're, we're getting, getting an option. option. You rolled a dollar on the showcase showdown, so. 35. 35. That's a good number. It's a strong number. And I actually, I'm going to need you to roll again. I need you to roll again. Okay. I need you to roll one more. I need you to roll a D50. I think that's it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Sweet deal. It's been a minute since I've had to do that. What's your roll? Wild magic surge. I'm going <laughs> to roll a 69-sided die hey. because I'm mature like that. Hey. What's your roll? I rolled a 23. <laughs> and he got us. <laughs> nice! I'm drinking for that, Everybody too. Everybody drink for a 69 on a 69. Oh, jeez. Cheers. I love how you're rolling. I didn't even ask you to roll. I love okay. that took us 150 episodes plus to roll a 69-sided die. So classy of us. Oh, no, Jonathan, you just hit roll 69, and it rolled a 69, not a D69. <laughs> All right, it's not like it mattered anyway. I didn't ask him to roll anything. Okay, so you assumably hewer the goblin standing in the middle of this thing, or essentially orders you to take a look around and find your own shit. So you scatter through these makeshift shelves looking around. A, a lot of it looks like knickknacks and junk. Obviously, random bits of broken. It's 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 kind of a, a hoarder's paradise in here, but you do find some some fairly interesting things. Carlton, as you're wandering, uh, looking through one of the stacks of shelves, you see a skull that you swear looks humanoid. Sharp, pointy teeth on their canines. You do see a masquerade mask carved with out of leather with these very bright peacock feathers. You're not exactly sure how this this place he was able to keep these these feathers so bright. And from six aisles over, you hear Bernie say, "Do not put it on." <laughs> As I'm like halfway to my face, and I went, okay. Masaka is waiting. And you find a <laughs> bag, not very large. Um, it looks maybe like it's it's larger than your bag of holding, but not huge. And it has this shimmery green incandescence to it. And when you pick it up and turn it, you realize that it's made out of these larger green scales overlapping on each other. And you think they might be dragon scales. Ooh. Travancore, as you are wandering, you seem to have found the section of the tent that seemed to be bottles of random stuff, although none of it looks like regular potions. Um, you see a cabinet, like one of those tiny little cabinets that are maybe only about a foot high, that seem to have a, a bunch of little tiny glass vials in them that Look like medicinal herbs, but you're just kind of taking a quick look through. You find uh, two two-ounce bottles of what smells like mineral oil. Um, and it's got kind of the same viscosity to it. And you find a a very nice dagger. It's a in a bronze sheath with tiny little moonstones set into the hilt. And when you pull it out, you can see that the, the blade is silvered and very nice. Jonathan. 
you head down a different aisle, you find uh, a very wicked looking scythe. It's the size of you kind of leaned up against one of these bits of shelves with this curved black blade and a, a really long hilt to it. The thing looks nasty and sharp um you find a book that you get excited about for a second thinking that it might be like a spell book or something uh but the writing uh, what languages do you speak jonathan the metamuscular speaks oh uh just common and draconic you don't recognize the language but you can tell right away this isn't a spell book you're not exactly sure what it is. It's it's written in this harsh script, and it does seem to be instructions of some sort, but you can't read the language. And you do find a another vial, kind of like what Travancore is looking at, and it looks like this. it's filled with this weird yellowish fluid that you can't quite make out. I'm going to take the book. Okay, you take the book. Bernie, as you head on over to your own section, you find a string of eight beaver pelts. You think this might be where the smell is coming from? They look like really nice pelts, but it's obvious that this guy has doesn't know how to prepare pelts correctly. You find eight of them, and you think they would be really nice if this guy knew what the hell he was doing. But then you notice next to the, all these beaver pelts and like oh god the smell you see a a tube kind of like the the crystalline tube that jonathan had initially pulled out of the bag and then put back in that had wonder god's stuff in it and you pull out this little tube and you can see when you pop open and look down that there is a scroll on the inside burn is going to take the tube back to the dude okay to hewer Um, Glad to you too. Uh, uh, what? What is? What's it? What is this? It's a spell. Oh. Did I, you not read it? I um no. It belongs to you. I didn't know if that was allowed. Well, just don't cast. No okay. casting. No casting. And uh, Bernie's gonna say, um, Jonathan. Yo. You wanna see what this spell is? Oh, and he pops his book closed and kind of comes over and uh, takes a look at the scroll. Excellent. Are you still holding the book? Yes. Carlton. Yes. The book Jonathan is holding is an ancient Orcish cookbook. Oh, Jonathan. It says how to cook for humans. I mean, how to cook for 40 humans. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It's an old Orc cookbook. Oh, neat. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Here you go. I'm going to bring the dagger over despite the fact that i'm uh hurt i'm like a half uh gosh what am i now you druid a druid druid that's right the druid stuff might be cause me issues with that but i always get rehilted i guess with leather or something okay jonathan so one thing at a time so bernie hands you the scroll tube you pull out the the what's obviously a spell scroll and careful to not damage it and also not accidentally cast it you look it over and it is a uh spell scroll for ensnaring strike that's a good spell. It is. Uh, yes. I don't think I can cast it, but Travancore might be able to. Maybe. While you're looking at it, Carlton, you uh, look through this orcish cookbook, and it, it does look ancient. It looks like something your great-great-great-great-great-grandfather or something would have had. And what's nice about this is this isn't a, this isn't a war book. This is an actual home and hearth 
cookbook of like what your tribe would make uh, after a day of hunting and gathering of uh, it, it talks about different recipes made from different areas of uh, what you think might be an ancestral hunting grounds hmm. about who to trade with in the, the neighboring areas between um, you can actually see like notes written in, in someone's handwriting of like, you know, talking to a certain group of elves in order to get uh, coriander or uh, going to trade with the dwarves in order to get fresh milk so that they could make some of the, the soups and the stews that that they were making. So you think this this book, it's not magical in any way, but it, it looks like kind of a piece of your history. Oh, I'm definitely keeping this. Okay. And the bag. If you go to put it in the bag, the goblin looks at you and says, pay first. Okay. How much for the bag and the book? Mm, bag of dragons. Okay. How much? So that doesn't answer the question. What you got? Bernie will pop out another. I think we have several bars of Wait, Black Hold, on, hold on. I have an idea. And I go, opal. And I pull the... Oh, my butt opal out of the bag of holding, and I oh, offer it this beautifully polished opal that's worth 300 gold. It smells a little like poo. No, it's been thoroughly cleaned. Could never been, get the smell out of an opal. It smells like poo. <laughs> Wasn't expecting a story arc to end today. It's been tainted. <laughs> Literally tainted. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're gonna offer your your long term opal for my the, my my butt opal for the cookbook and the the, the dragon bag. scale bag. He nods and takes it, wow. and then puts the opal in what you think might be a pocket. Although this goblin seems to be only wearing like kind of a ratty shirt and some pants. Oh, we know. Hey, where that uh, just FYI, that fits in a different yeah, type of pocket. Hopefully, a nicer pocket than the last one it was in. Travancore thinks to himself. Bernie just says, "Get lube." I will remove my butt opal. I have lube over there in that corner. Dear oh, dear. Just so you know, in my inventory, it said 300 gold opal. And then in the description, it says, this was once in my butt. It is the end of an era as Carlton has finally used his butt opal to buy a... And so what you now have is a bag made out of six young green dragon scales and a ancient orcish Dope. cookbook. Even doper. I think that is a well good trade-off. I love it, and and please don't put either of those things up your butt. I don't think either would fit. If you've watched, spoilers if you haven't seen um, Book of Mormon, books can fit up there, apparently. Uh. Oh, that didn't help. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Covered my well, ears over my headphones. Why? why? This does, this does, this does nothing. nothing. It doesn't really spoil the plot. You just now know someone shoves a book up their butt on Broadway. On Broadway. It's- Trey Parker and Matt Stone with that, so not not that. Too and on tour. <laughs> All right, as Carlton ends a long-running uh, <laughs> plot point of his life, Swig. what would the rest of you like to be doing? Brandy's just gonna stand there with her jaw, like staring at Carlton, like. And as as she's doing that, Jonathan's gonna come into frame. So, Travancore. Yeah. <laughs> this this spell. Uh-huh. Uh huh. As as like. In the bottom of the frame, where it, where she's still visible, Bernie is still like agape, just kind of wondering what just happened. Um, <laughs> kind of like so, how my butt was when that thing was in it. Exactly. I don't know. Usually, it's not like a. That's not how butts work, baby. Something goes in it, and they go. <laughs> 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 Moving on. 
We don't have to move on. That's hilarious. That's a, uh, that's a different so podcast. You guys like that different sound podcast. Effect? Jonathan, you have a spell scroll that you think Travancore might like. Oh yes. Uh, so and and this conversation continues as, as Bertie is still befuddled. So this is uh, this is a spell that you can cast right before you hit something, and then it restrains them. It goes. So it's <laughs> it's not terribly powerful, but it is something that that is an option for you. That that does sound useful. Thank good find. Well, I didn't find it. Bernie found it. Oh, <laughs> look! I pointed Bernie, and oh. she steps out of it. It's like, oh yeah, I found it next to Stinky Beavers. As like you do. Oh, I also found this dagger. Maybe I'll pick up the uh, the scroll and the dagger, or the spell in this dagger. Actually, I want to do a check on the dagger to see if there's anything else I can glean from it. Um, are you looking to see if it? What are you trying to check for? Magical properties. Roll an Arcana check. That's probably not. The best thing for me to do, but okay. Let's Hi. See. You're the one asking, and yep. thus you're the one rolling. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. That's, that's right, the way D&D works. <laughs> fine, 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 fine. Eleven. You have no idea. Eleven. Ah. It's a silvered dagger, which you know, while not magical, it, it does put it a step above just like your your oh, normal level yes. everyday dagger. I can think of some applications for this. If you go back to that werewolf bar mitzvah. It'd be very good for spreading butter. And I hand the dagger over to Jonathan Nagelosser and see anything you can glean from this. I mean, it would take a little while, and I don't know if uh, if Mr. Hewer over there would want me identifying his stuff. Well, don't do identify. Maybe just, like, you have some training that would tell you something I might not necessarily know. Yeah, it's called identify. That yeah. Is, don't you, why, I like, what was this between me? But Jonathan has a better arcana bonus, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Do you need to roll an arcana check on that? We're not, we're not going to we're not gonna just pass around arcana checks until someone succeeds. Yeah, I can identify it. And uh, but Jonathan, it, do you have... Do you only have Identify prepared as a ritual, or do you have it actually prepared? Only as a ritual. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Most of my rituals I actually don't prepare. Because okay. it's rituals. Because they're rituals. Which makes things like, like, because I wanted to cast uh, Rary's Telepathic Bond during the uh, shopping montage, but uh, it would be kind of weird for these very visible people to just kind of go off into a corner and one of them to hum and, and smoke stuff for like 10, ten minutes. minutes. So Yep. That, that, that is what you give up, not preparing them as regular spells. Is Exactly. You have to do them as rituals. I, I'll, I'll go up and, hey, uh, Mr. Hewer, do you mind if I, uh, if I identify this to see, uh, to see what all it's going on? Might, even if we don't take it, it might uh, help you uh, move it along to it's, uh, someone who might be more interested. Free service from Jonathan the Magic Muscle. Free service for you to look it over. I cast a spell. I will, I will know exactly its properties. No casting spells. Okay. All right. Okay. I told you no casting spells. I'm not casting a spell. Don't cast spells. Nope. Do you want? Do you want to size and puts here, the dagger sir. down? What like, will you give me for it? Uh, let's see what I got. Mm. Uh, I've got a tower, but no, that's not going to be on the table. I've got another Bernie's cupcake. Bernie's got more black lotus pollen. Oh, I'm going to pull one of my uh, one of my diamonds. Pull two of my diamonds teleportation diamonds because i actually one thing that i need to do from quint is go i'm sure he has some 50 gp gems that i'm going to restock but uh wait your teleportation diamonds Mm -hmm. no bernie's got black lotus pollen also i'll say you did not see any all of the stones that you saw back with quint they were all small and oh, then never mind. They would not gonna, be spell components. I mean, really, size. we only need one, and then we're going to be back in. Bernie uh, like sees you reaching for the diamonds, and she like puts her hand on your hand. She's like, mm. and she goes, "Black lotus pollen bar," and it shoots into her hand, and she's like, she just like cocks her head and smiles and hands it over to Hewer. 
Uh, Hewer doesn't take it, but he reaches out, leans forward with his face and smells it, and then looks at you and says, No. No? No. 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 Something else. Um. Or dagger. Bernie's going to sigh a little bit because she's good at cheating without them and get out her marked deck of cards that come with her charlatan upbringing. Hmm. When you hand them over, he takes them. He flips through them. He grins back at you, and he hands them back and says, No! Now she's a little offended. Okay, that's how we're playing this. Okay. These are great cards. They are. But no. But no. But no. Okay, let's see. What do I got here? All right, let's time to uh, to dig deep into this character sheet. Interest me. (laughs) All right, all right. Okay. Oh. All right, okay. All right, okay. Okay, all right. All right, okay. All right. (laughs) Alright, okay. Oh boy. Interest me. Oh, I'm looking. I'm going deep in this uh this uh character sheet here. Oh uh, Travicor is gonna produce two things from the bag of holding, um, to see which one holds Hewer's interest more. Um he's gonna pull out a vial of anti petrification soft south, in case they ever run into a griffin. And he's also gonna pull out the head of Winter God. The soft salve he doesn't seem to care about. Uh, in fact, having seen some of the vials that he's already got, you get the sense he's already got random yeah. potions and stuff. He regards the head, and then he takes and, and and he takes it and he looks at it, and he turns it over to look where the the spine would meet the head normally. And so there's a hole in the the skull. He turns it over, and you hear him in Trevor Remind me what? Actually, I'll just make it easy. Does anybody speak deep speech? Oh, no, that's one of the ones I don't speak. <laughs> All right, none of you understand what he says, but he says something into the hole. And he puts the head up to his ear as though he's listening like it's a seashell. And he looks at you and says, I'll take this for a dagger. We have a bargain. <laughs> and then he scurries over with surprising speed considering this this looked like an older goblin he has like gray wisps of hair the tips of his ears have gone a little bit pale uh but with surprising dexterity he scurries over to where carlton i think it was you saw that other skull with the the fangs and he mm-hmm. puts the skull of wonder god next to this other skull and then turns them so they're facing each other and then goes <laughs> and comes back on over can I just say, as a player, it's deeply satisfying to be actualizing on trades during free agency season <laughs> in the NFL. I mean, I was gonna, I was about to pull. I've got a green dragon skull, a clean cobalt skull. Oh, I gotta remove this one from this. Yeah, that you have uh, so many skull. I just my skull key has opened its last door. You do seem to have a lot of skull. We kept the skull of Windragod, and I forgot about that creepiness. <laughs> I think the idea was like one day we might want to talk to it, but I don't think there's anything from that skull that we can't glean by just showing up to his place. Yeah, it's more of a curio at this point. It opens weird doors. And and now it's got you a, so it's a silvered dagger with uh, a couple of opals in it. And I'll, I'll save us time later on. It is not magical. It is just silvered. And it's just very, very finely made. That's, that's something. And it's got opals. So we, lo- we lose some opals. We gain some opals. 
It's something that you could wear on your belt. It's it, You've got basically the Rolex of daggers to wear. There and you go. silver, too, so it'll help against, like... Uh, Werewolf bar mitzvah. Were creatures. Yes. Were creatures, there you go. Things we can't talk about because we're sworn to secrecy by the town that they happened in. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> we here at Dungeon Drunks are huge fans of Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's an official free-to-play Dungeons & Dragons-based clicker game available on Steam, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. I usually have the game running in the background while I edit audio for this podcast. It is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from Companions of the Hall, Dice Camera Action, C-Team, Force Grey, and even more. It's always exciting to open chests to see what new gear my champions have. And speaking of chests... Thanks to the fine folks who made Idol Champions, we're fortunate enough to be able to offer a free gold chest for the Steam version of the game to all of our listeners. Now this code expires on April 21st, 2019 at 8pm Pacific, so you only have a week to redeem it once this episode is posted. Open up the game, go to the shop, and type in this code. Z-E-L-S-W-E-E-K-A-C-E S E R E S. So use that code and then let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show. How, how about scroll? Uh, well, we're almost fresh out of stuff. So, how about we and Jonathan the Magimuscular like produces like uh, a couple of coins and it's like, I'll just gold for the, for the scroll. No. 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 Okay. What are you trying to get for Jonathan? Uh, first level spell scroll, essentially, for Travancore. I thought that's what the Winder God's head was. No, that was for the no, dagger. No, that's for the dagger. You said for dagger? Last thing. Give me something for First level scroll. What you got? You surface dwellers are so Nothing that boring. is worth. No, well, that's not for first level. We wait, we've... Mostly don't keep our interesting stuff. We just mostly gold is okay. I guess we are boring. Mm-hmm. Well, I keep a lot of it, but a lot of mine's in the house. It makes sense when you're a traveling caravan, you don't want to carry too much in the way of currency. It just weighs you down. You'd rather have valuable, tangible stuff that you can trade for other valuable stuff. Oh, how about this? I have enough blankets to make you a fancy tent so you can expand your shop. I have two tents. You could have three. I have enough blankets for a fort. I want stuff for enough for three tents. Give me stuff for stuff. This is stuff. No, blank. No. If nothing of interest, and he reaches out uh, with these giant clawed hands on this tiny little goblin and goes to take the scroll back. All right. Ah. Maybe here. Maybe it won't be. I don't know who will come. And he puts it back where it went. I'll trade you a dagger. (laughs) <laughs> come back tomorrow when i have forgotten that i sold it to you <laughs> wow did we get taken guys did we get taken by yes, this whole we did. This, this whole smelly t- oh, oh, caravan tent. the entire day we've been we yeah it's fine though we it's bought fun. goodwill that's what that's true now they're like less wanting to kill us which is come I guess, back good tomorrow thing. maybe i have something what would you have. give for a velociraptor or i mean a dionychus I don't know what that is. A tiny little dinosaur living. Mm, maybe give scroll. Do you Man, have? I need more than scroll for that. 
Mm, what else do you want? You see what I have. Uh, hey, Jonathan, anything interesting about that scythe? Uh, it looks badass. It looks like, like fucking death would like wield that thing. Yeah, I Also, mean, death it, is a person. It's a black blade, so I'm, I'm wary of it as a person, but Travancore wouldn't know anything about that, so. It's metal as fuck. That's, yeah. that's, that's Jonathan the Magic Muscular's, uh. Years ago. Black blade, 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 blade. Because <laughs> I have the terrible claw mask, and I could put it on. Become a Dionychus, and then after you sell me to him, be like, "No, you." Bu-, and I take it off and be like, "No, you didn't buy a half orc. You bought a Dionychus." <laughs> let's not, not do that. Do. Let's, uh, yeah, let's go. We're no, I do We're not done. trade in slaves. I only trade in stuff. Now, give me mask. Um, that's magic. I need more magic than first level. What levels is magic? Is magic? No, magic has different varieties. Ma- this this magic. This magic is uh, so it's good. That magic is ah. Ah, you use it. Is is scythe magic? I don't think so. But scroll. What else do you have that's magic? Mm. What else are you looking for? Why don't you just sh- take us to your? Why don't you open the curtain to the back room magic section that you don't show your normal customers? Who says you're not my normal customer? How I many mean, surface dwellers do you get? Exactly. Uh, we, we get all the time from the, the, the people who go with the minotaurs. They surface, yeah. they hear, they surface, 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 they hear. Uh, we get How it. about instead of feel good hats, something that can tangibly protect us against mind flayers? You watch as this kind of creepy, amicable, friendly, almost joking demeanor falls. And the goblin looks at you and says, nothing protects from that. He's right. Nothing. You fight, you kill, you die. That is No, we will kill. But nothing protects. (laughs) But, but I have other things. Show me what other magics you got. He's still looking at Travancore and he goes, you take this one to go kill mind flayers. Whole party. That's, uh, yeah, that's kind of our thing. And remember... If we kill the Mind Flayers, that's the sooner you guys can move on. So that's got to be something worth something to you as well. I want a tentacle. Okay. Well, All right. collecting body parts is my specialty. They- I want <laughs> your word. You will bring me back a tentacle. I spit in my hand and I hold it out to shake. Oh, that's gross. He looks over at Carlton and then he reaches out and gra- and spits in his hand and shakes. All right. All right. You will have a tentacle. I Deal want struck. one. I need all four of you to roll a d100. Oh, oh, hello. There's going to be consequences. It's going to be all sorts of consequences. I have no idea if that's good or not. I rolled pretty high, though. What'd you roll? 97. 97 for Travancore. What'd you get, Carlton? 77. And Jonathan? 39. And Bernie? 66. Moments after shaking your hand, Carlton, and you don't, like, feel anything. It's not like some weird thing happens, but this goblin shakes your spit-laden hand. He pulls it away very quickly, almost so quickly that his claws cut you, but they don't. And then he goes, stay right here. And he uh, scurries back to behind the back flap. He doesn't invite you, but he runs back there. And then he comes back with a bag that looks very much like your bag of holding. 
and he reaches into it. I, I'm taking that drink for uh for uh or that shot for that deal well struck that got us some more options here. It's awesome. Mm. Well, you know, you know, in the two years we've been playing, I've definitely established collecting body parts as my specialty. <laughs> that and, yeah, and I'm not Jonathan the Magic Muscular is not going to stop you from uh from uh flaying some mind flayers. Yeah, I had a rotting magic orb, so I feel like I I I cashed out the right time. I feel like I got peak value for that thing. Okay, so... (laughs) Jonathan the Badge Muscular, and this is probably badly prophetic, he wants to stand over a dead mind flayer that Carlton has just harvested and be like, who got flayed now, bitch? And just like over the top... for it to actually happen, and then it payoff would have been better. Yo, who's flayed now? And and just really be a jackass (laughs) about it. All right. Uh, so out of this bag from the back room, the goblin pulls three small vials that look like potion vials and another tube like the spell scroll tube that you were looking at. Who rolled the 77? Carlton. Carlton, I need you to roll a D60. D60? Yep. Give me a number from one to 60. 15. Okay, Goblin puts all three vials out in front of you, points to the first one, which seems to be a a, a clear liquid, and says, "Is to make you small. It's to make you very, 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 very small. And that's a potion of diminution. It basically casts the reduced part of the of an enlarged reduced effect. He points to a second vial that has, it's like this gray oily film. And then it's got like these little bits of what look like beads floating in it. And he points to it and it says, that makes you go into the ethereal play. Ethereal. Uh, So it's an oil of etherealness. He points to the third one, which seems to be uh, like a lightly clear liquid, but it's got a, uh, what looks like a fingernail floating in it. It says, makes you very strong. That's a potion of storm giant strength. Oh, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) That's John the character, not Carlton going like that, because Carlton has no idea how that is. And the last one, he uh, is the tube and he holds it out to jonathan and says read but do not cast don't not casting just reading and very carefully unscroll it have a look you read it over and it is the spell crown of madness that's a good spell i love that spell when i play bards now what do you have for me clearly Um, not enough uh but Bernie reaches into the bag of holding and grabs the pan pipes made of unicorn horns. Mmm. I told you I wrote shit down! <laughs> yeah, you certainly did. He looks at them. He says, let me see, let me see, let me see. And he takes them, and he looks them over, and he smells them, and he says, Mmm, this is something else for one of these. And he puts it down, like, nearby. Um. I mean, as so- those... Hold on. This, uh, this is a, grab the terrible claw tribe mask because I'm never used. I don't use it. What? Hold on, Carlton. Hold on. Bernie's gonna say for one, this is something else. Mm-hmm. How about we match you item for item? 
Depends on what item you give me. I mean, I the pan pipes made out of unicorn horns are pretty great. But not as great as these. Can Bernie try, like, persuading at all? Um, I'm way above the, my salary cap here, so I've already traded quite a few items of my own. Uh, um, Jonathan the Magic Muscular wants to, while we, while we consider other things. So this, this spell, Crown of Madness, it bestows upon a head, you know, a magical crown that makes them do stuff. Are there any other Mind Flayer parts that you'd be interested in? In. Maybe maybe a nice decorative mind flare head to display. No, I just want one tentacle. Okay. Promise me that has gained you access to my rare wares. Now, if you want, you offer me things. Okay. Since three since all four of these items are a single use, I will give you and I pull the unicorn pipes back. Something that will have many uses. And I put on the Terrible Claw Tribe Mask. I can only sell that once. Right, but you can sell it for four times the value. But only one. I trade yeah. mask for one thing. You trade mask has more value than one thing. Has value for multiple things. You charge more for mask than you do for those. I That's only get if it's worth using. Have you ever used that thing? Yes, I have. Roll a deception check. I, no, I have. When? I, I did it once in Waterdeep. He did. He did. Yeah. Right, when, when we first got it, I like put it on and I ran around the back alleys as a Dionychus. That's right. Okay. I don't remember it, but that, that makes me dumb. I've got two... two <laughs> You use it. I forgot it. about that. It is used. Yes. No, I tested <laughs> to make sure it worked. Wow. All what? right. Bernie one says thing. your face is used. All right, so. For one thing. You choose. Can I roll a persuasion for two things? No. He's steely glazing, uh, glaring at you. I steely glaze back at him. All right. Mask well, I think for one thing. Is, I, I mean, all I've got is gold and... I need everything else, so... Alright, let me see what I got. Alright, so Terrible Claw Tribe Mask. Mask oh. for one thing. Yeah, yeah. well, well I'm taking the fingernail thing. potion. Mask for one thing. Well, All hey, right, well, Carlton, I'll... Carlton, trade it for the scroll. Mask, Bernie but looks Storm at him Giant potion. and puts on her best bitch bargaining face and says, Mask for one thing, pipes for one thing. Let me see what else I got. I need that potion. Which, the... The Storm Giant strength? Yeah. Yes, Bernie's trying to get you that. Pipes plus something else for another thing. Right, I'm looking uh, through my inventory to see what I got. This? And Jonathan pulls out his uh, cupcake of healing, since apparently we have more, and says, This cake will heal wounds as some liquids do. And he offers the cupcake. He sniffs it, he eats it, and takes the pipes and says, For one thing. And Bernie gets the storm giant potion and hands it to Carlton. Okay. All right. Um, and she's and then, done wait, giving so up her stuff. She really liked those unicorn pan pipes. All right. So we got the storm giant, and then the cupcake didn't. Ca the cupcake and the unicorn were for the the potion, right? Potion. That's correct. He All hasn't right. taken the Dionychus mask yet because you haven't chosen something to trade for it. Well, you seem to like skulls, my friend. I have two. 
How do you want three? I have two. I will give you two skulls for two things. What are they? A green dragon skull and a kobold skull that's been cleaned. Clean is nice. Green dragon yeah, skull. I give you, you have bag of green dragon scale. They come from green dragon. Do you have a green dragon skull though? Not anymore, I trade it. Well, now you have a new one. I I'll reach Not it yet. Green dragon skull and one thing for one thing. And the cobalt skull. And cobalt then for the Can I ask, is there a reason why we're not allowed to try to use persuasion in the same... Like, is there a reason that we're not supposed to be doing something that would let us roll to bargain? I'll let you roll an insight check. And you, and in most cases, you can. In most cases, even if you make an, an argument that somebody is like, eh, about, I let you make the, the persuasion check uh, to try to convince them with the force of your personality. But every once in a while, you come across somebody who is just not going to be persuaded. Uh, and I'll say with your very high charisma and insight, you can tell this guy is making decisions and that's it. And And that maybe what you're offering him has something to do with it. But it's less about... Can we make an insight check to figure out what kind of shit he wants? Sure. Cool. Because I'm sick of just, like, wasting our time doing this and, like, just throwing our crap around. Like, I mean, admittedly, I didn't realize I had that stuff until I listened to those old episodes. So it's like, I'm not too dumb. Go ahead and give me an insight check. Yeah, it's a 13. Bernie has no clue what this guy wants, so she's going to leave. I'm still bargaining. I I would say... Because of what Carlton is currently talking about with the two skulls, and here I have another skull, and I've got this, he's looking for uniqueness, he's looking for, and he's not necessarily looking for powerful, he doesn't seem to care about the power of something, he he seems to realize that you care about the power of things, and that that's important to you, but to him, you know, like the unicorn pan pipes, they were interesting and cool, but they were not really that powerful, and he was, but it was something different. You get the sense a good story is more important with this guy than the thing. Okay, hu- team huddle. This guy wants something terrible claw. That's it's very rare. He doesn't understand differences. But we've got the salve of drying. We've got the instrument of illusions. We've got uh, that key totem. The scroll would be nice if we can get the mat. If we can just do the mass for the scroll, I think we're done. I think Bernie's just frustrated because she's used to being able to bargain with people. And she just says, she's like, I'm out, man. Like, there's nothing else I've got that he wants. So, and she just like, I'm walking away from the table. I hope you guys can get this girl. And she just walks outside. I'm going to keep the, I'm going to try something. I'm going to keep the mask for my backup plan. But let's offer something less valuable because I yeah, I mean, I, and see I, what's, what's my frustration is Jonathan the Magimuscular just doesn't have much stuff. Like, I, I mean, went this back is on all, Like, I'm looking at, like, the salvage so driving. So I, I don't have much to contribute other than what I've already contributed. Do we have any attachment to our instrument of illusions? I didn't even know we had that. So, no. Okay. Well, hold on. Uh, I will... Hold on. Hold on. Is that a thing that we got in terms of the larger, like, dragon that wants to keep that? No, I got this as just as part of our party stuff that we have in the. You got it in the Feywild. Yeah, give it up. I don't care. And I say, okay. And I was like, musical instruments, you have those unicorn pipes, and they are beautiful. And then I put over this wooden, fl- I pull out this, I say, instrument of illusions, and I say, when you play this, this one, 
You can create illusionary visual effects. So you can tell a story while playing it. It is magical and it is beautiful. And we will take that for the scroll. Just instrument. Magical instrument. For a scroll. For a scroll. He takes it and he blows it and it's out of tune. It's like, he goes, okay. It's basically a holophone from Futurama. Yeah. It sounds horrible, but because he obviously doesn't know how to practice, play it. You need practice, friend. It, practice makes perfect. Okay. It's yours. And he hands you the scroll. Okay. Now, do we, Jonathan and Travancruz, I'm assuming Bernie has walked away at this point. Any, do you think that we need the potion of etherealness or diminution? Nice to have, but not necessary. I mean, versus the salve of drying? I, if you want to, I mean, we got, I think we got what we came for. Yeah. If, I think if you want to continue to bargain, that's that's fine. But I, Jonathan the Metamuscular is probably good. Okay. I'm trying to think. Bernie, as you walk outside. I'd rather outside, keep the petrification, keep the soft salve. Uh, you find Coco Snoots uh, sitting outside where you left him, and there is a small goblin child standing next to your dog. Hello. Would you like to pet my dog? Will he eat me? No, he doesn't eat. Are you going to eat me? No, I don't eat people either. And he reaches out like a shaky, shaky goblin clawed hand. And Coco Snoot ob- obligingly like leans in a little bit and he gives he gives him like one firm pat. Like he's never pet a dog before. He goes, pat. That's good. And Bernie's going to show the kid where all the nice spots to pet Coco Snoot are. Okay. You spend a couple of, of moments as they're finishing up inside, like scratch here and scratch there. And Coco Snoot's loving every minute of this. And towards the end, the the, the small child says, you gonna go kill the things that eat us? We're gonna try. Mm, don't don't get eaten, okay? I I definitely don't want to get eaten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't get close. What's your name? Scraps. Scraps. My name is Bernie. Wait, Scraps. Mm-hmm. Is your dad's name Scraps too? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not there yet. Oh, I thought you walked outside and joined. Oh yeah, that yeah, I, I, I did. How I, do we... I was planning on walking, but then you I already yeah. started, so yeah. I was like, I'll pause. But yes, I would have walked out after the deal with the... Is Scraps a family name? Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you like to give Coco Snoot a treat? Uh-huh. She's going to give him a treat, and she's going to say, hold your hand out real nice and flat and let me treat. He holds his hand out, and when you go to put the treat in his hand, he then eats it. Oh, <laughs> no, those are cute. <laughs> she says, here, uh, watch this. And she looks at Coco Snoot, and Coco Snoot like, stands up. She says, sit. And Coco Snoot sits, and she tosses a treat to Coco Snoot. And Coco Snoot very easily, <laughs> now me. Sit. And the small child sits. And Bernie tosses a treat. <laughs> and he, wow. he doesn't try to grab it with his mouth, but he manages to like grab it with his hand and then shove it in his mouth. That Culture was, shock. That was good. That was real good. Okay, bye. And, he, and bye. as the three of your friends come walking on out, he runs off. Well, we got a few things uh, that'll help, hopefully. Yeah. Got some high hopes for this red arrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me, me uh, let me peruse that when we, uh, when we get to bedding down. Yeah. And when we do... While we, while I was thinking about what we can bring up to uh, Salesy Mick doesn't want to bargain, who wants chicken for dinner? And I go, chicken pot. And I'm going to reach into the chicken pot and see what I get. Yeah, chicken would actually be really nice. Oh my god, chicken. We can pickle brine that, and then we never have to go to that other place. We got a chicken. <laughs> is it a live chicken or is it dead chicken? So I chicken? pull out a chicken, and then I pull out a hand axe and I chop its head off. 
Well, now it's a dead chicken. <laughs> you have a chicken. It's dinner. I mean, you say that, but how much pickle brine are you going to do in your spare time? For real. It's worth it to not ever eat there again. There you go. Are you finding a place to bed down for the evening? Yes, yes. please. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are we going to identify now or next episode? Oh, the arrow? If you if you want to do it now, um, I will say that you found a arrow of slaying vermin. Okay. Giant spiders. Giant, you know, rats of unusual size. If you if you run into any rodents of unusual size, it is a a, a vermin slaying but arrow. But I don't think they exist. Are rodents you of essence? unusual size? That was the line. It's like rodents of unusual size. I don't think they exist. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll All find right. out shortly. All right. So you guys yeah. bed down for the evening. Um, if there's anything else you want to do, you, you will get a long rest in without any problems as nobody in the smelly tent tribe is going to bother you where you are, where you are camping. And we will pick this up again the next time in the morning as you decide what to do next. And let me give you some And we'll be level 11. Yes, that's true. You've, you do now have a long rest. And so you will be level 11 when we get together the next time. For remembering all of your stuff and dealing and, and doing some trading and finding out some information, I'm going to give you a total of 5,200 experience to split between the four of you. You are level 11. And so I do want to know later, next time we get together, what, what do you get at level 11? Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, visit us at DungeonDrunks.com for links to all of our social media, pictures and bio of our cast, a full list of credits, and more. We'd appreciate it if you left us a review, and we would love it if you come support us on Patreon. Visit Patreon.com slash DungeonDrunks to sign up. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our patrons and extend a special thanks to our artifact and wondrous tier patrons. Thank you, Megan, Linnea Boyev, Lori, aka Calamity Jane, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.